Welcome to Journeys of Teaching. I'm Aaron R. Gearhart. This week, we are exploring the journey of Alia Stouffer Kolosik, founder and director of Farmhands Preschool in Northampton, Massachusetts. Alia holds a master's degree from Bank Street Graduate School of Education in New York City. On the previous two episodes in this podcast feed, we met Alia and learned about how her work in agriculture and education has intersected with promoting social justice. Also, we heard her stories about how education and schooling should be embedded in the local community. Today, we round out Alia's narrative as it stands now with a conversation about how the physical location of Farmhands Preschool has been vital to her teaching and how she has actively worked to transcend boundaries to access and participation for students and families. The location, is it the same location as 10 years ago? Yeah, well, we so we started with the one classroom at the farm, and then um, in 2014, we expanded. Um, there was one family who was ready for their second child to come, and we weren't going to have space for their second child because we were full. And mm-hmm. so they came up with a plan to ha- have uh, another classroom built which onto... Um, an addition in the same neighborhood to their parent, one of their parents' houses. So, one of the so the so grandparents of students uh, who didn't weren't at the house all the time. It was their second home. Um, said yes, we'll put an addition on our property for your second classroom. So we've wow. had two classrooms since 2014. So that was like a real kind of like community labor of love putting that up. And Mm -hmm. it's across, it's kind of across the, not exactly across the street. There's a dike, there's a, um, a human made, um, hill that kind of, uh, surrounds our, our schoolyards. And it's totally amazing because we just roll down it and slide down, sled down it. And it, it, it provides a huge amount of, um, fun and learning for us. Um, and so it's like over the dike. And so we, we, when it's not COVID, we get to the, both classes get together frequently. Um, you know, like one property has the maple trees. So we all tap the trees on one property and one property has the goats. So when the goats are born, we all do that. And the other property has a lot more, uh, outdoor space. So we, you know, have parties and, and big group meetings there. Um, so it's, it's like a, a campus, a neighborhood campus. And we're in that's the really, process, we're really in the great. process of finding a school, a whole building now. And do you think it'll have to be something nearby or will you maybe have to completely relocate or what, what is that yeah. logistically going to look like? I don't know. It's really, um, it's a big question. The, uh, the farm that we started on was not uh, they're ready for us to be moving on um, and because it's been 10 years and now their kids are older and they're um, they're ready to have a little more privacy back because um, we're open year round. So they're, yeah. you know, they have like. 15 cars that drive in and out a couple times a day. And so, so we're, we're um, needing to make a change for next September and we, but we don't want to be hasty. The teachers really want to stay in the neighborhood um, because we're pretty connected to the 
land and neighbor, you know, there's neighbors where we go and harvest their Concord grapes every year. And there's another neighbor that we have a relationship with their parrot that we visit. And like, we're just have these. That's these amazing. Um, yeah, it's really, it's sweet. It's a really nice mix between uh, city and country, really, because, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of houses and they're pretty close together, but there's also big pieces of plots of land and farm. Like it's a, it's a, the land close by and um, has been farmed for, for a really long time. Um, And there's also some woods and some, you know, maintained trails that we know well. And so um, it would be nice if we could stay there, but there's, there's also the question that we're having about access. Um, We've worked really hard. We're now, you know, we started out a mostly white school um, and without any financial aid in 2011. And now uh, we have, we're almost, you know, 50% not white and 50% white. And, um, and I'm forgetting what it is, but I think, I think it's that it's like, um, 60% of us, I mean, it's only 25 families, but <laughs> pay, pay something that is not, you know, the full amount. Um, so, so we're making good headway there. And it, and those lines and boundaries can, can seem kind of like impervious at times. Like there, there's just what, like, why aren't, why is there not more collaboration and why is there not more crossover? We're thinking about trying to maybe slow down the process of um, finding a forever home while we spend more time working on those kinds of collaborations and connections and finding partners um, in wanting to do this work instead of just, you know, diving in. Um, That's such a, I loved all of that because it really highlights how community-based education can be, especially if you're intentional about it. But like you said, you also have to be considerate of those those boundaries. And when we cross them, we have to do it in the right ways. And like, like you said, it kind of goes back to fostering intentional diversity, like what you had um, in New York when you first started. And it's, it's funny how that narrative kind of came together again there. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. And I, I absolutely, um, you know, wish you the best because the decisions you're going to have to make in the next year sound very complex. Yes. And we have <laughs> to move. We have to move. I So Una and Ben, my friends who own the farm, they gave us like a year and a half notice. So I thought I was going to be figuring all of this out during 2020. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> and then I just got busy with some other stuff. Like, oh, imagine I, that, right? Yeah. <laughs> how, how to run a preschool in a pandemic. But um, so we're behind schedule with that. So we actually had exciting news just this week that we found out that one of the families um, in the neighborhood and they actually have two kids at our school is excited about putting up a yurt on their property. So we're thinking that for September, 
we're going to have we have moved the class that's in the on the farm to to a yurt classroom for a temporary period of time. And the, this family is, you know, they're um, one of them is a agriculture professor at UMass and they are really into permaculture and they have almost an acre. So they, so they're happy to like have a yurt to use for the future, you know, maybe for apprentices or maybe as an office space. So it's really like, again, kind of like when we added the second classroom, it's really a community um, venture, which is what I want to do, you know, like, I really want it to be <clears throat> not just t- parents and caregivers dropping off children and teachers, you know, unloading information, right? The same way we want to um, <clears throat> create, excuse me, oh, <clears throat> curriculum with the children, we want to create um, this kind of um, living in a um in a in a more collaborative way with the families and so when we were like in the pandemic trying to figure out what to do about surviving right without tuition and that kind of stuff we were just all emailing constantly um sharing articles about um sliding scales and um about how people determine their place you know, like that it's not just about your income. And we, everybody was really engaged in figuring out a way that we were going to make it work for the school and for all of us. And we, and we ended up making it work. And that's what we do with tuition too, just asking people with more privilege to pay more. And if it's still not enough, asking them again (laughs) and like just trying to... (laughs) Uh, figure out it uh, based on on these people that are here right now. How are we going to bring all our resources together to make it work for, you know, for the group? And so that's what it feels like is happening again with the yurt, which is and this house is only two doors down from the other classroom. So it actually it, it works quite nicely. Hopefully. Yeah. And you're still kind of maintaining those relationships within that community in that area that you've fostered for a decade now. That's very, very fortuitous that they that they are going to do that. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, it shows us to a certain extent that they're they've invested that time with their children with your program and they're going to kind of re up as it were to mm-hmm. continue to support. I think that's, it shows, I guess, maybe how meaningful that experience has been to that family, not just the children. Yeah. In producing this final episode on the podcast feed from my conversation with Alia, it felt like a companion episode to the one published before it. Communities are spatially situated, each with its assets and challenges. With regards to education, lines and boundaries become detrimental to educational opportunities and equitable participation. We saw during the height of the pandemic that the virtual boundaries experienced by many students were very harmful to their educational experiences and progress. Communities must find ways to band back together and rally around the education of students with integrity and equity, especially those who are most vulnerable. I want to thank Alia for sharing her stories of teaching on this podcast. You can learn more about Farmhands Preschool at preschoolseedsforjustice.com. 
Next week, we will explore the narrative of Mrs. Sarah Bonner, an eighth grade language arts teacher in Hayworth, Illinois. She is also a doctoral candidate and adjunct instructor at Illinois State University in Normal, Illinois. My contact information is in the episode description. This is Journeys of Teaching. I am Aaron R. Gearhart, and thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.